Memphis, 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 what up, Grizz Nation, and welcome back to another episode of Grizz 901. I am your host, Daniel Greer. This is another Throwback Thursday where you're going to get to hear Jamie Dixon of TCU, where we interviewed him back, way back on the third of the year, where it was just after the new year, and it was one of those chances where it really just kind of came all together at the last minute. And I had to interview at my father-in-law's house, interviewing one of the biggest interviews I've ever had. And Jamie Dixon could not have been better. And he gave us more insight to who exactly Desmond Bain was. So this has been a complete Desmond Bain week. So we've got to continue that and keep this trend going. But you're going to hear a little bit about the player and who he was, especially into the small school, a small private school in Indiana, uh, and really he was the the first recruit of Jamie Dixon, and he just got to TCU, and honestly, they had to sell Coach Dixon on this guy that nobody really knew of and who was coming out of this small private school, this guy and Desmond Bain, and obviously they get into a little bit about uh, who his nickname was, uh, and it was Honey Bun which we come to find out. And it was kind of funny to, to hear the story about that, as well as like knowing that back in when, when Jamie Dixon was at Pitt, he coached Steven Adams. We never got into that because I wanted to be just about Desmond Bain himself. But we're going to get into eventually talking about the big Kiwi again. Uh, but if you did miss anything about Steven Adams, we'll go back to last week's stuff where they did the deep dive and the full breakdown with the articles. You'll hear a little bit about Steven Adams himself. Uh, but with Jamie Dixon in this interview, it is all Desmond Bain. We hope to get Coach Dixon again on the podcast for this upcoming season where we can dig a little bit into Steven Adams uh, more than we have. And so I think that'd be a lot of fun. And people always love hearing about uh, our big Kiwi. So... Without further ado, let's get into the Jamie Dixon interview where we get into all things Desmond Bain. Enjoy. All right, today we get the opportunity to interview a former actor doing ads for Volvo, Rice Krispies, Mattel, and Bud Light, the iconic coach of Pitt for 13 years, and now he is back as his alma mater at TCU. This is Coach Jamie Dixon. How are you? I'm doing good. We just got through with a, a practice. It was COVID uh, practice, so there was about five guys on the floor, and uh, I think I got the best work out of anybody. But um, that's what we uh, that's what we do now. So we we adjust and we uh, move on, march yeah, COVID, on. COVID is wrecking everything, and I know you just had games canceled, uh, so there's no games until the eighth of January. If I'm correct, right? Okay, um, I think that's about right. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, I want to ask you one thing, and this is just for you personally, and then I'm going to get into Desmond Bain, who we're here to talk about. What's more iconic, your hair or your career, coaching career at Pitt? (laughs) 
I don't know about the hair thing, but uh, uh, Pitt, I was there 17 years. We enjoyed it. It was a great run and I uh, loved every uh, minute of it. And uh, I'm trying to do the same thing here, be here for 17 years and win some championships. But we haven't quite done that yet. But uh, so I think uh, work in progress uh, <laughs> to figure out some things. That's definitely a coach's answer. But I have to say, your hair is definitely iconic. Um, mm-hmm. I even told my father-in-law, he was like, uh, the dude with the slick back hair? I'm like, yes, that's him. And he doesn't watch sports. He's a, yeah, uh, right. he's yeah. a director of a know. library. He's, he's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, it's, uh, I guess I guess I have to change it up or something. No, the longevity, man, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, makes you look young. But we'll get into uh, we'll get into Desmond Bain. So, how did you discover Desmond? Because he you brought him in in his, your first year at TCU. Yeah. Well, I mean, the truth of the matter is, we were we were uh, had to come up with some guys late. Obviously, the program had been down and 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 struggling. Had to come off a tough year, and there were some scholarships open. So. You know, we were trying to get some guys to sign up. It was really what it was. And we did real well. We got a couple other good players late. Um, but uh, Ryan Miller um, heard about him. He brought him to my attention. My assistant, uh, whose uh, brother Mike Miller played at, uh, with the Grizzlies and lives in Memphis, uh, I believe. But Desmond uh, uh, was somebody that he had heard about. Uh, we watched some tape of him. And then we went out and watched him, watched him play. Uh, with the AAU team in the, in the spring. He was still playing. Uh, uh, he was looking at um, – he was playing in the spring. Now, he'd had some injuries prior to his junior year uh, – prior to his senior year. And um, uh, so I don't think he played on the on the circuit a lot is his going into his senior year. But, uh, um, you know, we were the – you know, I think it was, it was supposedly he was going to – we've heard different things, but there were no high major offers or even right. uh, being discussed. And um, – uh, liked what we saw on tape, but I mean, wouldn't you wouldn't even recognize him now to what he was, uh, what he's become, uh, to what he was then? He just, um, you know, he was a good athlete that, you know, was a five man in high school. To be honest, he played in wow. a small school, and and uh, uh, he was, uh, you know, he wasn't a good ball handler and he wasn't a good shooter. What he was was pretty athletic and could run the floor, and. Um, you know that was that was what stood out. Uh, his academics, or, or he was high high uh, high academic kid, and um, he wanted to play the he wanted to play the highest level. I mean, he didn't ask yeah. he didn't ask a lot of questions. He didn't, you know, he he just wanted the challenge. I mean, it wasn't you know it wasn't like you know he knew it was going to take work, and he came in ready to work, and he appreciated the opportunity. I mean, that was that was pretty evident. It wasn't like he was making demands or asking questions. I just want to play. I believe I can play at the highest level, and I want to do it. Yeah. And that's really where like, he was a three-year starter for you. And um, I was looking at his career and what the numbers, you know, really his ascension, you know, when he went to his, you know, his sophomore year, he pretty much kept the same percent shooting, even though in his senior year, it took off where he was taking, you know, two or three more attempts just in the game. Uh, But what did you see in Desmond as he grew throughout his career? Because obviously he was a starter in his second year, but he no. just got so much better year after year. And he finally, his senior year, I think is really when he started getting the recognition he deserved. Yeah, no, I mean, you just look at his stats. I mean, this, the, the progression was, uh, you know, steady and, and uh, you, what you'd like it to be. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you talk about recruiting a kid and maybe more so back in the day, but, 
you know, he's the classic example of just, you know, get better each year and right. get better at something. And, you know, we go at, and I do this with all the guys, but uh, uh, I didn't, he's the only guy I've been doing it with after he's left here, but I give him three things to improve on each year. Okay. So Desmond still asked me, um, you know, what, what do I need to improve on? Uh, and I, I said, uh, um, we better ask coach that and, uh, and uh, <laughs> or, or, or uh, Memphis, but he's like, no, no. So, so we've had that discussion again, but it just, you know, and that's what I said. Obviously no one thought he'd be the, become the guy. We didn't think when we signed him, but once he got here and once he kept in, I, I really just, you, you couldn't set any limitations on him because whatever you told him to do, he did. Yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, I never thought um, even going into his senior year, we didn't anticipate using him off of ball screens. We didn't think he was going to become a playmaker. And then we did as the year went on and we started running him off ball screens and he was kind of our almost a point guard for us, to, wow. to be honest. And um, and then, you know, I go to the Vegas Summer League and, and he's playing the point for, you know, Memphis uh, in, in Vegas and, and – uh, you know, he just, he just, and that's kind of what I told teams drafting. I mean, I, you know, I was on the phone the day of the draft, you know, telling teams to, um, to draft him, uh, that he, he, this kid is, this kid is going to, he's going to last, he's going to stick around, he's going to get better and better, and you won't have a better, uh, guy in your program. So, you know, I, I, you know, we, it's probably having a little quicker than we yeah. thought, but he went to the perfect situation and, uh, he's got a, a great, um, situation there and, and coaching and, and uh, uh, playing with Morant, uh, you know, just everything he, he's, he's deserved. It. And Zach, you know, Zach and I had a, a number of discussions during the year and we didn't know each other prior, but he reached out to me and he, he really liked them. And we just kept talking and, and I knew they were serious. I didn't know how serious. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of how it how it happened, and, and Zach and I, are, you know, we joke about it now. But uh, um, you know, it's it's uh, um, it's amazing what he's uh, uh, what he's becoming because I, I I don't think he's done. Yeah, I agree, and that and that's really you know Desmond is becoming one of the fan favorites. If you had to look at you know this Grizzlies team, uh, they're a good group of guys, and they're becoming really the city, like the 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 city of Memphis thrives off of the Grizzlies. Uh, I don't think a lot of people outside of the organization and outside the city realize how much this team means to the city. And mm -hmm. Desmond is going to a guy who we never even thought we'd have a, you know, a draft pick in all honesty in that draft yeah. when we got him. And then we got, you know, Desmond Bain and now he's becoming, you know, just so much more than just a, just a spot up shooter. And I know right. people talk about the three and D um, yeah. Do you have like a certain weakness or anything that you saw in him that, that now he's just, you know, it's just blowing your mind that he's finally picked up, you know, just because of his maturity or just him himself working on this game. Oh, I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, uh, we, 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 his uh, high school teammate is uh, one of our graduate assistants and, uh, you know, he played with him in high school. I mean, he literally played in the zone, in a two, three zone, because it was a small uh, private school in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he, um, uh, you know, he, he, you know, he didn't play as a, a um, you know, he wasn't a shooter. I mean, I, you can look at his stats. I mean, it's his freshman year. He wasn't a, he, no one would have labeled him a, a good shooter. Uh, he turned himself into a good shooter. Right. And uh, we, we told him what he needed to become. 
and uh, and he has and and uh, um, but you know he, he ball handling you know that was as I kind of touched on earlier it was something he you know improved on to the point of you know we were using him ball screens his senior year you know at, by design you know I mean we were trying to get him to be our playmaker so that was something uh, that uh, you know he he we really uh, uh, looked at as well uh, uh, so I mean. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I was I was gonna uh, uh, check it to see, but um, he uh, um, uh, I, I don't know how many threes he made his freshman year, but it was a small number, and um, and uh, it just it, it just got better each year. Yeah, I was looking at the stats as well, and you know his freshman year. I don't I don't have them now. I just uh, clicked off of it. Uh, but he wasn't shooting a high volume at all. It was, it was very low volume. And then it picked up a little bit. It doubled. I think it went from not even one a game to then it became one and a half, 1.8 a game. And then really his senior year is when it you know just took off. Um, I do want to qu- ask a question about his three-point shooting. And this is uh, really, I guess, this is probably my favorite question. And it's a two-part question. And I just, I think it allows you to talk about really, you know, Desmond as a player <laughs> and someone who really just, has the drive, but also your coaches, because I think coaching is, is a big thing, even with shooting. It's very big because, you know, the player has to be accepting of, you know, what they need to work on, but also the coaching has to be there. So the question is pretty much like, what does it look like the work that Desmond Bain put in? But on the other side, as the coaching side, what is, you know, who is the person to can, you know, can, to attribute to the major success or is it a combination of everyone? Is, is there a secret to that, that y'all like to put in there? So, you know, what well, is I that? mean, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it's a combination of things. I mean, you can, you know, no one worked harder than him. So we'll start with that. He was in the gym, you know, endlessly and comes back here and does the same thing when he comes back still today. So, um, you know, he, he, he took serious what you, you told him. I mean, he had, his shot was flat when he got here. He got more of an arc. I think that was something that uh, was improvement, uh, quicker release, uh, more efficient uh, in that regard. Uh, and then he got better at, you know, taking off the dribble. You know, he, he added the sidestep kind of his senior year. Um, uh, just, you know, just the confidence grew. And, uh, he worked on it and, and, um, but you know, he, he's, he worked out with everybody. I mean, whether it be our graduate assistants, our coaches, our, um, you know, his, his, uh, workout guys. I mean, you know, he, he just, he's in the gym. I mean, they, they couldn't keep up with him. So they, he had multiple guys to, to do it with. So, um, it, I really, there's, there's no secret to it. The, the first and foremost is he, he, he put in the time. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you can start with so many things. I mean, like it's, we'll talk about the shooting, but I mean, his body was, you know, he was chunky. He was the bad body fat guy. He was almost 20% body fat. Now he's, you know, at five. Right. I mean, so you're, you're talking about in every area and, you know, once you get in better shape, then you become a better shooter. I mean, those things all factor in. And, uh, but he, he, he was, he's, I mean, and, and I always came in ready to work, you know, whether it be a, a, a workout or a practice. I mean, you know, every day was an opportunity for him. And, and you know, unlike, you know, I've only had a few kids where it would be that level of, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, consistency and uh, determination. So that's, uh, I think, you know, it's a combination of things. And, and, and it wasn't one thing he got really good at. It was, it was a, 
you know, he was, there was a reason why he wasn't getting recruited by anybody. I mean, right. there, there was a reason. I mean, it was, I think he visited Elon and Air Force early. I mean, those were his two visits. I mean, wow. And I think that was, uh, I know there was one down south. And then we heard at the end, it was Miami of Ohio in the spring. That was, that was what I heard. But, um, you know, the, the guys, uh, Ryan had a relationship with the guys at Adidas, uh, uh, the Indiana team. And uh, he really, he wanted to play at the highest level. You know, yeah. he, he wanted to do that, which, you know, there's always a telling sign because it wasn't about, you know, how much playing time you promised right. me or what, how many shots it was. It was, I, I believe I can play and yeah. uh, I'll work for it. I'll yeah. find a way. Yeah. And that, and that's the drive. And that's the thing you see now, like he looks like he's kind of chiseled out of granite now, his body. Yeah. And you're saying he was 20% body fat then. And now he's just, you know, shaped up. I don't know if it was quite 20, but it was in that vicinity. Right. And probably, uh, 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 look it up, but I mean, you know, I used to make fun of him. And, uh, we used to, I mean, his dribble is his ball handling is it was too high, too loose Yeah, with ball, uh, left hand was limited. And, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it wasn't like, you know, you're in the gym all the time and you listen. Those are two good components, but they're hard, hard. Yeah. And that's the thing is like going the thing about this offseason was his, you know, his ball handling. And could he take someone off the dribble? And that was the really the biggest improvement just this, you know, this past offseason to this year where the Grizzlies would not be fourth in the West if if Desmond Bain had not improved the way he had the Grizzlies just would not be here. And so okay. I, I know that he's played well and, and coming from, you know, barely even taking a three point shot to eventually a senior year making, you know, three uh, a game. And, and now in the Grizzlies at the professional level, he went from 1.7, uh, you know, shot uh, three point makes last year to now almost three, you know, currently, and mm-hmm. he's putting in three to four a night, you know, and sometimes he's putting in six. So it just goes to show that, you know, the hard work that he put in, um, and with that being said, that's obviously an improvement. And one thing I want to ask you, and this is a very biased, very personal question, uh, but but Desmond has picked up steam as of late for the most improved player. And he averaged nine points last year. Uh, and now he's averaging 17. He's making two extra uh, three point three pointers a game. He's just playing much better overall. He's being a more dynamic score. So I'm going to ask the question from his old coach. Mm-hmm. Give us something to uh, to tell the you know Grizz Nation, but also the rest of the world that why Desmond deserves to be the most improved player this year. Most improved. Uh, well, I think if you look at his averages, I mean he's going from uh, uh, seven from nine to seventeen a game. Um, that obviously stands out. His his uh, numbers are tremendous. I know he's become a good defender, and then talking to their coaches, to team defender, which he always was. Because uh, he cared, um, but the end of the day, and I think most importantly, he's doing it on a winning uh, team—a team that has uh, probably uh, 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 overachieved. I don't know if overachieved, but has, has surprised. And it's it's based on what he's done. You know, I mean, he is he's uh, he's made them a better team, and that's what improvement's about. You know, I mean, yeah, stats can improve, but can you improve your team? And I think that's what he's done. And, um, you know, that's what's very, really impressive. And, uh, you know, I look at it, he made 30 sh- uh, threes as a freshman, you wow. know, and, 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 and that's in 39 games. We won the NIT that year as a freshman. So um, he made 92 in 32 games his senior year. 
you know, to give you an idea. So, I mean, you know, it wasn't exactly a knockdown uh, shooter and make less than one a game in, in threes as a freshman. So um, he became a, a better shooter as the year went on and as you could expect and to get to that point. And then uh, obviously year after year improved uh, on that and, and uh, you know, went from one to two to two and a half to four assists. Yeah, uh, in his in his four years at at at, at, at TCU, so he quadrupled his assist average in in four years in, in, over time. That's I mean, crazy. All he's done is improved from year to year to year yeah. in the NBA and in college. Yeah, so it's there's a there's a pattern there. Yeah, well, you heard it. Put your money on Desmond Bain. Uh, coach didn't say it. I did. Put your money on Desmond because he, you know, is is going the right direction to be potentially the most improved player of the league. But I believe he is for sure the most improved player for the Grizzlies. But um, any uh, any funny stories or any embarrassing stories uh, you want to share about your former player, Desmond Bain? Oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm trying to. Um... I, this is what the one thing I said. I don't know that any kid in any sport has gotten more out of the college experience than uh, uh, Desmond Bain. And I'm talking on the court, off the court, in the classroom, social settings. I mean, he was at every sporting event, you know, other sports. He uh, was uh, involved in campus activities and, uh, you know, just just. Uh, yeah, just he got every every minute out of, out of, out of his uh, four years at TCU, and and uh, you know we're just we're just thankful that uh, he was a uh, uh, and was and always is a frog. <laughs> I love it. I uh, personal story. I almost be uh, went to TCU when I was uh, mm-hmm. going to college, and so I have a uh, a heart for TCU as well. Uh, but coach, this has been absolutely amazing. Uh, I want to tell you, thank you. Uh, the Grizzlies, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, community, uh, we love, we love Desmond, but also yeah. we end up embracing, uh, the schools that these guys go to, whether, you know, it is Murray state with, you know, John Morant, uh, right. I even interviewed the coach, um, uh, that is up there in uh, Purdue Fort Wayne, which is the former coach of John yeah. Conchar. And so, right. you know, we can be Mastodon, we can be you know, horn frogs, we can be whatever. Um, but we are a we're a lovable city and we love our grizzlies. So uh everybody now will be for sure will okay. be horn frogs together. Well, I will say this, I, I sense that I you know, I came to the first game this year, um uh, the opener against uh, uh, uh Cleveland. Cleveland. RJ Nemhart was playing with Cleveland, one of our former guys too as well. So I showed up for there. I also obviously coached Steve Adams at Pitt too as well. So um so I was there for the first game and and so many fans came up to me and said thank you uh, for Desmond. I don't think I don't think they put the connection with Steve uh, on there at the time too. But uh, so it was uh, I I I, I uh, certainly recognize what you, what you're saying. Yes, for sure. Well, Coach, thank you again. I appreciate your time. Uh, the city of Memphis uh, appreciates you for helping bring Desmond to the Grizzlies. Thank you.